Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and your host. At each new zodiacal season, I offer audio horoscopes by donation for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can also find written and edited transcripts of these horoscopes in my free virtual member community. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain the production of these readings. Thank you. You can find more information in the show notes or at embodiedastrology.com. Hello, Gemini. Welcome to Leo season. As I am tuning in with your charts, I'm having this feeling in my body mind, body heart mind, that is really full and a lot is present and it feels very hard to get the words. I'm not even sure what needs to be expressed. (laughs) And the meaning that I'm making of this is that there's some kind of quality of this feeling in your current experience. And Leo season is intense. 2023 is intense. It's intense to be alive right now. It's intense on a global level. It's intense on a personal level. The week or so before Leo season, the last week of cancer season, brought a lot of change into the collective atmosphere. There is a general heightening of a kind of high-frequency energy right now. There's an acceleration of a lot of um, drive and urgency. And people will be feeling this very differently. Some people um, feel really taken by the current moment and opportunities that are here and a kind of rapidity of change and feeling that there's some urgency, necessity. uh, For some, I think probably some ultimatums. And for others, it might not be immediately tangible uh, inside of life to uh, kind of point to what certain circumstances are that are kind of producing this feeling. It could be more energetic, um, more mental. And certainly, I think a lot of folks are experiencing um, anxiety. And when I tune in with your chart, I'm tuning in with a 12th, potential 12th of the population. And inside of this 12th, people are going to be having all kinds of experiences excitement, anxiety, and everything in between. And I think that what is, um, what's coming through in the Gemini charts is that there's a lot, there's a lot of energy and it is not necessary or appropriate for you to make meaning out of it right now. In fact, the only thing that it feels like you can do is try and be present in this space of shifting. And my sense is that your heart, mind, body is going through a process of integration. And Leo season in its entirety requires a kind of listening from you that is about turning towards what is internal, what is energetic, 
what is deeply personal within your felt sense and lived experience. And in doing that, to notice how as you turn towards um, your interior, how certain things are slipping away and other things are coming in uh, their place. And when I say things, um, I'm not sure what I'm talking about. It could be people, projects, places. Um, I think on an essential kind of energetic level, there are a lot of themes in current astrology right now that have to do with rewiring um, the ways that we may have oriented in the past towards a certain kind of self-superficiality. And in that, what I mean is uh, people-pleasing. But on a broader level than that, it could be kind of a hypothetical people-pleasing. So there's the personal people-pleasing tendencies that any of us might have um, within the personal relationships. And then there's a kind of broader vibe of people-pleasing that might be ways that we have internalized dominant culture or authority figures or some kind of bigger ideas maybe that we used to have, you know, as younger people or something about who we are, how we should be, etc. And in your chart right now, it feels like certain things are really slipping away. And as, a, as an air sign person, as a Gemini person, Gemini identified person, you are wired for relationality in certain ways. And people will talk all day about, you know, Geminis in this way that maybe sometimes alludes to a feeling that Geminis aren't relational uh, in the ways that maybe other signs, maybe the water signs, I don't know, want them to be, right? So there, there's this cliche, right, of Geminis as being fickle or two-faced or can't trust them or something like that. And if you've ever come across that disparaging Gemini propaganda, um, I really want to encourage you to like not harbor those feelings about yourself. And cliches exist for reasons. You know, there are particular kinds of temperaments that the Gemini body uh, might be inclined to, such as, you know, a temperament that likes to be interested in things. And if something isn't interesting, let's look over here for what is interesting, right? And that's a, um, a mode of operating for the informational system and the attentive body. And how you resonate inside that mode of operating has everything to do with um, how you've cultivated yourself, right? We can be people who love new information and also um, can have accountability to our relationships or something like that. And so when I say that Gemini is a relational sign, what I'm talking towards is the quality of the air element that likes to give and receive information. And Gemini is associated with the processes of learning that we all have. Everybody has Gemini in their charts. And for you as a Gemini-identified person, um, I'm guessing that there has been um, a lot of motivation for you to learn. And that part of that motivation necessarily brings you into contact with other people. Now, these people may not be alive anymore. They may be people that are involved in some kind of broader networks. I'm not necessarily saying that all Geminis are, you know, 
very close in one-on-one -on -one dynamics or anything like that. But I am saying that there's an attunement and an awareness of relationship. And Gemini can hold a lot of information. It can collect a lot of data. And it can scan and track for the points of data. It can hold very wide webs of relationality inside of its consciousness. And something is happening in your chart right now that is actually asking you to turn the volume down on any kinds of information that are really about other people, places, things, and turn the volume up on what is happening internally and how what's happening internally is shifting your navigation system. And the movement from cancer season into Leo season this year is a movement that in your chart, puts a lot of thrust into new areas of growth and development. And the feeling that I'm having right now is that it's almost like you're standing in the ocean or in a river and you're turned towards the waves or you're turned towards the current and there's so much water coming at you. And what you need to do is keep feeling your feet right? Or stay afloat or something like that. And so there's this feeling of a lot of information is coming at you. You're trying to sort through many different, um, there are ideas here. There are your own ideas, but my sense is, is that you're actually sorting through a lot of other people's ideas and other people's information or their requests or something like that. And that as all of this comes at you, you're looking for the ground you're maybe treading water, you know, you're doing what you need to to stay afloat. But it's very important that you are able to kind of be in the larger, in some ways, undifferentiated experience of your life right now, and feel the things that are happening. Um, notice how your mind responds, excuse me, notice how your body responds to your mind. And how your mind responds to your body. Notice the sensational quality of your thoughts. And in whatever ways you have access to, try and create a large field around your experience so that you can hold what you're feeling and what's happening with a big breadth of awareness. And there's a need right now for a kind of mental and emotional detachment from the outer world and from other people, from relationships in a kind of large sense, so that you can attend to what's happening internally and, and sort through it. This is also really important for you to listen to your intuition right now. And I think that our intuition is very much connected to our bodies and clairsentience, a clear feeling, is one of the first layers of intuitive capacity that a lot of people develop. And there's a, a sense in your chart right now that you are looking for clear feeling and that in order to find clear feeling, you need to be quiet. And the quietude is a centering in and a, a stilling of the outer noise and a distilling of the inner information so that you can glean what is most important for you to focus on right now.
In every single horoscope I'm reading for Leo season this year, I'm talking about the importance of self-awareness and self-love. As the nodal axis shifts into Aries and Libra throughout 2025 and Venus retrogrades in Leo from July 22nd through September 4th, we're being collectively called to look in the mirror and examine the essence of how and what we express into the world. These kinds of inquiries are meant to go far beyond the superficial. They are meant to pull us into the depths of our own psyche and confront us with the ways we've learned to hate and harm ourselves and others within systems that profit from distress and dis-ease. The work of changing culture is vast, and many routes will lead to the kinds of repair and healing needed. But one path that is particularly powerful for anyone right now is a path of creative, courageous self-expression. Engaging in practices and play that help us access the wisdom of our imaginations is an act of resistance inside of cultures that compound trauma and make it difficult to dream. When we have access to spaces where we can experiment and feel inspired, we're also more likely to experience integration and joy. So even if it seems silly or superfluous within the state of current affairs, taking some time over the next several weeks to draw pictures, make music, dance, dream, write poetry, and play in ways that don't require perfection or productivity for others are of enormous benefit and will help in the clarification and discernment processes that pretty much everyone is going through on some level. As program curator here at Embodied Astrology, I structure the schedule so that our workshops are always right on time for current celestial weather. Beginning on July 23rd, which is the day after Leo season begins, Brazilian astrologer and trans photographer, who also happens to be EA's visual director, Gabs404, will offer a four-week series on Sundays, that's the sun's days, that explores astrology through the lens of self-portraiture. While these workshops are timed thematically for current transits, this offering is also an evergreen experience, and it focuses on four highly important points in any astrology chart, which are called the cardinal angles. The cardinal angles include your ascendant as well as your descendant, zenith, and nadir. If you don't know what those words mean or why they matter, this course will teach you about how the light at the time of day you were born influenced the expression of your chart and set up a map for your personal and relational development. In each of the four sessions, Gabs will introduce one angle and its influences and offer a visual presentation of photography that illustrates how these aspects in a chart express. You'll then receive prompts and support to devise your own self-portraits through processes of exploration and discovery. Not only will this series teach you about photography, astrology in general, and your natal chart, but I guarantee that working with this content will also teach you things about yourself that are absolutely crucial for your personal happiness and success, and for the work and ways you want to relate with others and the world around you. This series, Self in Four Directions, will be available by recording if you can't attend live, and it includes access to a virtual gathering space where participants can share and discuss their work and process. All of Embodied Astrology's events are available by sliding scale, and no one is turned away for lack of funds. For more information on this workshop series and EA's other workshops and classes, check the show notes or head to the Learn section at embodiedastrology.com. So in this place of inner listening and deep concentration that it feels like this, this period of time is asking you for... Um, and when I say deep concentration, I am not talking about like a mental obsession. I'm actually talking more about a meditative concentration 
And if you've ever practiced meditation, you know that there's um, a kind of process of development between uh, kind of focus and concentration. And a meditative concentration is the kind of practiced capacity to keep reminding oneself to come back to the point of focus. And maybe the point of focus is the present moment or the breath or some kind of visualization that you're working with. And as as much as you can concentrate on whatever the focus is, uh, everything around it wants to kind of make space. And in a space of deep concentration, what can happen is a sense of union, coming together with whatever the point of focus is. And in that union, there's expansion of awareness and consciousness. And this is the vibe for you right now. So any of you who practice meditation, Leo season is the time to really give even more to your practice if you can. If you have not practiced meditation before and it's something that you're interested in or open to, um, there are so many resources available. There are so many free apps, and there's one that's called the Insight Timer. They have a big free subscription as well as paid options. I have a number of meditations on that app. I think like 100 meditations that I recorded however many years ago that are body-centered meditations. Um, in the somatic space, uh, classes that I offer uh, weekly on Mondays, we do a lot of moving and body focused meditations. And these can be really nice ways to meditate for folks who have trouble like just sitting. And just sitting or noticing the breath isn't always the, you know, best uh, way to meditate for everybody. And it's not the only way to meditate. So just know that there are lots of options for you. And this is a time when you will benefit from meditative practices so profoundly. And if there's anything that you can make space for over the course of Leo season and into Virgo season, I would say make space for some kind of meditation. It doesn't have to be an hour. It could be five minutes twice a day. And I think you would really feel that benefit. So over the course of uh, Leo season, you're in this space of deep meditation and something wants to be revealed to you from this space. Now, folks who are not meditating might find that this is a season when, like I mentioned, you just have a lot of information that you're trying to deal with. And there could be the feeling of being in a river or being in an ocean, kind of being awash. And your mind might naturally trend towards a meditative quality anyway, which could feel a little bit like going offline, or it could feel like a suspended, I don't know. People ask you what you want, they ask you your opinions, they ask you whatever, and you're like, I don't know. And especially when it comes to um, desire right now and your desire and how you want to be moving forward, there's both a, a very profound clarity that's coming into your chart and a, a thrust in a particular direction as well as a kind of suspension of the details. And so the feeling of I don't know could also be the feeling of it's too big for me to put into words. It's too big. It's too abstract. I don't know how it works. It's too many things. I can't tell you right now. And during this period of time, you are looking for information. And the information that you're looking for has a lot to do with your sense of personal desire, 
which therefore means your energy, your capacity, your um, kind of creative, generative life force. And you're also looking for information about sustenance and sustainability, as well as relationality and connection. And relationships feel like they could be specific or general, but my feeling is that right now, a lot of Gemini people are really looking for the kind of larger web of relationship. And the feeling is, where are my people? Where do I belong? What communities help me uh, give my gifts? Where can I be so that I can be in ways that are authentic to me? And inside of that, any specific relationships that might be going through something right now, and some of you have um, friendships or colleagueships, uh, it feels like maybe relationships with um, people in your larger network, community, family, siblings, etc., who you might need to clarify things with over the next couple of months, any specific relationships that you're working things out in right now, that you're in a process of assessing, what do I want? What do I want to give? What's important to me about this place? Can I be myself here? You want to really invest in this kind of embodied, heartfelt consideration and meditative holding of your questions. This is a period of time in which I would advise against quick conversations. And so let's say, for example, someone asks you, do you want to do this thing next week? Give yourself at least 24 hours to just sit with the question, even if it's something as casual and innocuous as brunch, right? Do you want to go to brunch next week? And immediately you might be like, yeah, totally. Saturday brunch, they go together. Let's do it. Take 24 hours. Let it rest in your body. Let it rest in your heart. Put your mind on pause and feel into the invitation. Is this the invitation that will support your vitality? Is this the invitation that will inspire your mind? Is this the invitation that will enrich your heart? And it might not even be about this person. It could be about the day or the time or the menu of the place you're going to get brunch. Be with the question, does this resonate for me? And if I give my time, energy, attention, money to this, will it produce the feeling that I am trying to feel more in my life right now? And a lot of you are doing a lot of assessment right now because your life is asking you to build foundations that are healing, that are stabilizing, and that hold clear agreements inside of them that support you in your growth path and in the direction that you know that you are going and need to go, and in the ways that you know that you need support in this direction and in this growth. 
this is a period of time in which there is a lot of rapid change, as I mentioned. And in your chart, this people-pleasing aspect, this letting go of what other people want from you is a huge theme. And in the letting go of the people-pleasing, you are trying to rewire your relational nervous system in many ways. You are trying to reconfigure and build new pathways of communication and give and take and reciprocity and community and friendship and lovership. You are trying to build uh, new pathways for your relationship with yourself right now. And when it comes to your actual energy, what do you have energy for? And where are you trying to uh, direct your energy? What is the outcome that you are looking for? So be slow. <laughs> be intentionally slow in Leo season. Take lots of time to consider invitations and requests and your own desires and ask yourself questions. Is my response accurate for now? Am I responding this way because this is what I know how to do? If that's the case and you want to do something different and you don't yet know how, this is where the meditation piece comes in. Focusing on the feeling that you want to have. Make that the point of your meditation. Make that the focal concentration point. If you are in a place right now where you want to feel more support and freedom, what does that feel like in your body? Can you even imagine it? Call in the sensations. Let them fill your central channel. Right. Try and imagine that you have what you want already and it's filling your body. From that place, do you want to go to brunch? Right? The answer might change profoundly when you are really tuned in to what your priorities are. So let this time be a time of filtering and processing and consideration and meditative concentration on desire. If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with current astrology, Join me every Monday on Zoom in the somatic space where we work with the upcoming week's solar season, lunar cycle, and planetary transits through embodied practices, guided visualizations, and moving meditations. Every session, I offer an astro overview and tips for observing your own chart placements. Our practices are designed for you to come back to them for body-based mindfulness support throughout the week. These classes are also all offered by donation. If you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation, Q&A, and resource sharing space. Embodied Astrology has so much other stuff going on. Our podcasts and horoscopes are actually just the surface. In our membership spaces, we also offer a variety of transformative exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers. A monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, study groups, and more. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. 
Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or make a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. All right, so I want to offer a little bit of timing. The first week of Leo season from the 22nd through the 29th is this week of big momentous shift. There is a lot of energy moving, accelerating, changing. There are circumstances and opportunities that seem to change overnight for a lot of people. And I don't know if this is necessarily happening for you, but I think for many people it is. There's a feeling that, okay, now we are on a new page. And in your chart, this first week of Leo season is really asking you to uh, be quiet. And it's, this is the, this is like, you are in the river, right? And the river is rushing towards you. And there is just so much you're trying to figure out. And the pieces that you're trying to figure out or just even hold are enormous pieces. They're like, what am I doing with my life? And how am I going to do it? And, you know, big questions about the world and collective energy and you and your life purpose and stuff like this. And then all the little details that are somehow part of that. You don't need to answer the big picture questions right now. You absolutely can let that rushing water kind of flow around you. And this is a time again to just be in your inner experience and practice meditation. Focus on what you want to feel in the future. What are your hopes dreams and wishes? What are your offerings in this world? If you could live a life where you gave what you wanted to give, what would that feel like in your body? And what would you need to receive in return? Those are huge questions. Be with them as poetry and metaphors. Be with them as meditation prompts. And then call the sensations into your heart, body, mind. And try to chill in this first week of Leo season. If you're feeling urgency, if other people are urgent, if it's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Whoosh. Right? Deep breaths. If you don't need to respond in that moment, put it on pause. Go into your inner experience. This is really a week in which it feels like you have a lot of kind of mental, emotional shifting. There are not clear answers necessarily available right now, though there is a lot of information. So you want to be present for the information and not get fussed about your urgency or anybody else's. We enter into August with a full moon in Aquarius, your fellow air sign. This is a full moon that brings even more into the mental sphere. Uh, this is a full moon that is both strategic and thinking about big picture, system-wide kinds of things, um, as well as a full moon that is asking for specificity. This is a period of time in which we want to create containers. And the feeling of the need for containment at this time is a feeling of need for um, 
I'm going to say like a dignified process, like a reasonable process of some kind. And so in whatever you find yourself doing or uh, experiencing as we move into August, there are some opportunities or some kind of call for you to think big picture. And some of you are hearing new calls to adventure. That's a, a big theme right now. What's the new chapter going to be about? This is a full moon that might really resonate on those kinds of frequencies. This is also a full moon that is asking you to get very practical and realistic about what are your needs, your foundational, practical needs, the needs that have to do with your actual body and what your actual body needs. Be basic right now. Uh, try not to get pulled out into the theoretical. Try and get as grounded as you possibly can as you think and are called into the future. Small decisions now create large uh, consequences later. So you want to be in a place of mindful concentration, really trying to meditate in your holistic sense of intelligence as you consider whatever it is that you're trying to consider. The two weeks between the full moon on August 1st and the Leo new moon on August 16th are weeks that bring in a lot of information. You are trying to sort through a ton of information. There are considerations coming up right now about your home and family and foundational security. For some folks, these are considerations that have to do with internal repatterning. I don't want to be like that anymore. How do I shift myself so that the ways that I am in the world are different? For some folks, these are very practical considerations. You might be moving. You might want to uh, readjustment in your home or your family circumstances. There may be needs for some of you that are work-related or kind of larger life-related that are then reflecting into your home and family space and adjustments need to be made. People are trying to figure out how do we do a thing? How do we get our needs met and move into whatever this next new direction is? I want to encourage you to take your time. You have until the end of September for some pieces of consideration that have to do with these foundational issues and points of security, belonging, home, and family. Over the course of the next two months, through August and September, you are full of information. There are a lot of things that are shifting around. It is important that you are available to be discerning around this information, which means that you need to give time and space to connect inwards, to listen inwards. Thus, we're meditating twice a day, just for five minutes. It really doesn't take that long. Tune in with your sense of higher intelligence, whole body intelligence, elemental intelligence, etc. The Last quarter uh, square moon on August 8th to the new moon on August uh, 16th really bring a lot of focus into you, your personality, your identity, your ideas. The couple of days leading up to the new moon from about the 13th until the 16th these are days where the power of your word is amplified. 
you you are communicating or seeking to communicate in new ways around this time and it is essential for you to be impeccable with your word and what i mean by this is not impeccable in a mental sense oh you have to say exactly the right thing you know or you better have completely the right information you better know exactly what you want so you can write the contract now that's not what i mean what I mean is that you are speaking from your heart. And that kind of integrity, the uh, aspect of being impeccable with your word is that your language is being filtered through your heart body. You know when you are speaking that what you are speaking is true. It is not coming from a place of mental or conceptual fabrication or reaching. And it is certainly not coming from a place where you are trying to please other people. It is time for you, Geminis, to put down people-pleasing. Now it is time for you to please yourself. You are entering into an 18-year cycle as the uh, nodes of the moon shift into Aries and Libra. This is an opportunity for you to elevate your own satisfaction. You can seek to impress yourself now. You don't need to impress other people. Who you want to impress inside of your own self is your highest self. Not your wounded selves, not your ego selves, but the aspect of your being that is the most vibrant the most connected to what you feel as your spirit or your soul. So around this new moon, please take your time. Please take your time. Communication right now is key. And what is happening for you on an embodied, internal, intuitive level is looking to be expressed and communicated. You probably need to use aspects of your mind to express what's happening internally. You have to form language or make gestures or something like that. But as much as possible, you want to try to practice speaking from your embodied and heart wisdom. That might mean, like I'm doing now, that your language slows down. As I'm trying to speak to you right now, I have to feel into my own body for the clear pathway to my heart. I'm not speaking from my mind. This is what's being asked of you around the new moon. Now, the promise of this time is that new ideas come forward for you. That there's brilliance and genius occurring in this moment. Because as you shed the conditions of other people's satisfaction and expectations, and as you anchor in and center on your own desire and the call of this next adventure and the seeking to impress Yourself, And I don't want to make that sound narcissistic because I think a lot of you are very impressed by how much love you can give or what kind of communication you can offer. We impress ourselves often through our relational capacities. As you do this, 
you're having aha moments. It's like, oh, they responded well. Oh, I could do it like that. Oh my gosh, I heard myself say that. And that's the first time I've ever said it out loud, even though I felt it my whole life. But now I said it and now it's true. This is the vibe around the new moon. So please listen to your heart. Be bold, be courageous to speak your truth, but take your time to feel into its accuracy that it resonates holistically, heart, body, mind. Okay, Gemini, I hope any or all of that is helpful for you. I'm gonna leave it there. This is quite a lot that's circulating in Leo season. I wanna uh, restate that a whole lot is coming in this season. And when we get into Virgo season, when you get your horoscope next month, I'm gonna be talking about what do you do with all this? Then we get into where does this go and how does this work and the engineering of something. Some of that might start this season, but a lot of it is about taking in the new information and being with it. So I am wishing you all the best. And I also want to mention that if you haven't already listened to your 2023 year ahead reading, that reading might be really helpful right now because it gives you the big picture arc of the major themes, opportunities, and challenges of this year and this year's directional currents with the previous years and the future. You can find those readings at embodiedastrology.com. They are 50% off now for the second half of the year. Lots of love. Bye for now.